in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. And welcome to the CEO Raider podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you like this podcast, leave us a five-star rating or a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Check us out at CEORaider.com. We have the most informative CEO profiles anywhere. And check out our technology publication, techtoday.com. Today, I wanted to talk about Uber. Uber has agreed in principle to sell its Southeast Asia operations to Grab, which is the local competitor in that region. And in exchange for selling the business to, to, to Grab, Uber is going to retain a, a 30% stake in the region through Grab. So Uber will be able to participate in some of the upside uh, as Grab grows in that fast-growing market. Apparently, Uber was spending about $200 million a year trying to grow the South, Southeast Asia region, um, which is an amazing amount of money. And what, what happened, it's too early for me to take a victory lap, but what happened is SoftBank won the battle against Uber. If you remember, SoftBank invested, the number was $7.7 billion in Uber in exchange for a 15% stake in the company. And if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a podcast where we talked about how Uber and CEO Dara Khosrowshahi he wanted to continue to grow Southeast Asia and push in that market. And that SoftBank did not want to invest in that market because SoftBank wants Uber to be positioned for a 2019 IPO. So as a result, hold back on investment, get closer to profitability, be more attractive to public company investors, and SoftBank won the battle. So they won the battle at the board level. So when I mentioned a moment ago, too early for me to take a victory lap, if you remember about last summer, I said Dara Khosrow Shah, he is taking a big chance. He was at the time moving to the sexy company, Uber. He was CEO at Expedia, and he left that opportunity for the sexy opportunity. But the sexy opportunity at the time, Uber, which is hardly sexy any longer, was in the midst of quite a bit of turmoil. Its founder was being forced out as CEO. Its founder was in a beef with the board at that time, uh, Benchmark Capital. Uh, there were allegations of sexual harassment, not against uh, Travis Kalanick, the former CEO and founder, but just sort of a culture where... Uh, Sexual harassment and things like this sort of ran rampant. And so Uber had a notoriously poor culture in the Valley, board-level uh, turmoil, uh, blowing through a ton of cash, which is that's what would have made me the most nervous as a new CEO or a potential new CEO look, evaluating an opportunity. Culture can be changed, particularly if you're coming in as CEO. You can just say, hey, if, if, if I so much as get a whiff that somebody is, is straying from the culture, you're out of here. You're fired. And you don't get to take your options with you. You're gone. So culture can be changed. It's not easy, but it can be changed, particularly from the CEO chair. What's hard is if there's a lot of board conflict, because you can't just start swapping out board members. There are things you can do to remove board members if you're a CEO. You can start campaigns, but it takes a lot of work. And you don't want to be spending time remaking your board if the company itself is a bit of a disaster. Certainly a disaster from a cultural standpoint. And in me, the way I look at companies and evaluate companies, a disaster financially and operationally, the way they blew through cash. To have a couple billion dollars in net losses every quarter means you're spending a few billion. So not only uh, was a culture change required in terms of uh, behavior and just you know general 
human behavior. But a cultural change is required in terms of operational culture, financial management culture, discipline, not saying yes to every product and service whim. That stuff is really hard to change. And so now Dara is learning that he's going to have to say no to certain initiatives. And I'm not sure how badly he wanted Southeast Asia. My guess is pretty bad if he went public with it. He started a little bit of a public campaign, not a massive one, but a bit of a public campaign, and he lost. So he's been banging his head against the wall for quite some time. Um, and I say it's 50-50 as to whether he makes it to the IPO date or, or not. If he's going to continue to bang heads with the board, the board's just going to swap him out. It's as simple as that. If they're able to make peace, how long Dara stays in the CEO chair at Uber is going to be a function of his relationship with the investor community. Does he make numbers? Does he miss numbers? If he's missing in making numbers, if he has sort of a sporadic track record and he's butting heads with the board post-IPO, he'll be a very short-lived CEO. But I think this is a classic example of the grass is not always greener, even in the CEO chair. Don't chase the sexy opportunity if there's a ton of hair on it. And that's what we said with, with Uber early on. It's a company with a ton of hair on it. And what Dara's finding is even, even as he works through the known issues, the known hairy issues, new ones are popping up such as SoftBank. SoftBank being a new board member, a new investor, a, a, a new relationship to manage, and already he's, he's banging heads. So anyway, that's the, the news on Uber. We'll see you all next time.